We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Oh, hi. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. Listen How to are our, you? Listen to our fake jolliness. <laughs> listen. Hi. I am glued to my TV. Yeah. It's on MSNBC. Yeah. I'm watching the Georgia runoffs. Uh-huh. It's way too fucking close for my comfort. I'm, I'm dying. I'm a little stressed out. I'm a little stressed out. Um, some news outlets already called it for, um, God damn it. Warnock? Warnock? Ossoff? <laughs> Hang on, yes. So, what I'm seeing right now on MSNBC, Warnock is ahead by about Four 30 votes. or 40,000 votes. <laughs> so, like, the Warnock race seems pretty good. Wait, he's ahead by... Yeah, like 35,000 votes. In the other race, Purdue, the Republican, is ahead by about 3,000 votes. A minute ago, he was ahead by 400 votes. Yeah. yeah so this yeah. motherfucker is way too close for comfort. Politics. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Did you see the thing I posted on Instagram about us talking about politics? I did, but I didn't get to watch it. I, I've been oh, okay. working solid since nine o'clock this morning. It's just two guys just saying a bunch of not like just saying a bunch of nonsense that doesn't make sense. Just saying like, well, you know, if you really look at it and, then, and I read <laughs> something that said, and if you think about it, I mean, if you really stop and think about it and there was a tweet that I saw that said, and I just thought, well, this is us. <laughs> this is us it. discussing politics when we don't know what we're talking about. I have another politics thing, but by the way, this is hot drinks. If you're, oh if hi, you, yeah. If you just turned on your radio, I don't think we're on the radio yet, are we? No, well, we are on FM 100 here in Utah. Easy listening. Yeah, FM so, 100. That's not a thing. Yeah. No, there really is a station called FM 100, and it's the easy listening station in Utah. Oh, gross. And the funny thing about an easy listening station, if you've ever tuned into one, when you were a kid, it always played like 50s and 60s doo-wop. But now you listen to it and you're like, oh, these are some delightful songs from the 80s and 90s that I loved in high school. So that's how easy listening, listening works. Slowly, it becomes the music you listen to in high school. Anyway, this is Hot Drinks. It's a podcast about Mormons. And... Well, I mean, yeah, we go through... Very thoroughly, the history of Mormonism. Right. We bear our testimonies. Right. Um, we... My name is Brother Jack Coffey. I'm a tall gay man with, a, with depression and anxiety issues. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's your, who are you? Oh, God. Who am I? I'm exhausted. I'm statuesque. Your name um, is Sister Twain. Oh, I'm Latter-day Twain. Right. Um, Mary is not my first name. I think it's Ophelia. I'm Ophelia Latter-day Twain. Oh, I was like, why would your first name be Mary? You said that. Oh, you said that. Did I say that once? Yeah. Oh, Mary, did you know? Our Christmas special. It was our Christmas special. Oh, good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, Mary, did you know? Um, I think she did. But we are both single parents. I think Mary knew because... 
Mary was like, shit, I'm pregnant. What am I going to tell people? And then she was like, you guys, God did this. God did right. this. So I think she knew. God did it. God did it. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the other politics thing. <clears throat> did you hear about what happened in Pennsylvania today? Oh, God. Uh, well, I read a tweet. And in the tweet, it was saying that there was an article. No, I don't, actually don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Okay. This is absolutely horrifying, which is like that part in Clue where Mr. Colonel Mustard is like, I can't take any more scares. And then this motherfucking huge chandelier falls behind him. Yes, yes. Okay? God, that's we're such a already, movie. We're already at that. I can't fucking take it anymore. Right, right. And then the Pennsylvania chandelier falls. The Pennsylvania chandelier is... Pennsylvania GOP refuses to seat Democratic lawmaker whose narrow victory was officially certified. Oh, yeah, I, I did see this. Yeah. So they refuse to seat him. Yes. And then Republicans decided to uh, remove Lieutenant Governor as the Senate president and replace him with a top Republican. And he was actually escorted out of the chamber. Oh, this my God. is some Handmaid's Tale garbage. Yeah, it's real. Well, fuck. Yeah, a little twain just showed up because she's bringing me alcohol. Oh, God bless her. What kind is she bringing you? I don't know. They are minis that... Oh, she brought a Mickey's for us to share. And... Oh, how nice of her. I'm not there. Oh, for you to share with her. And not some for me minis and that I got for Christmas from the Republican. <laughs> oh, cute. What? Wait, what's the thing she brought for you to share? A Mickey? A Mickey's. That, is that different than a Minnie's? Uh, like Mickey and Minnie? <laughs> oh, my God. I just picked up on that. Oh, my God. That's what I'm drinking. No, Sorry, I'm totally asking. You, like, I thought you were. I thought that was a thing. Like, uh, Mickey's oh, and my Minis. God. That's so funny. No, Mickey's is a malt liquor. It's, it's a oh, beer. delicious. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Well... This is not actually a podcast about politics in America, no, although we do not. often get into that. And I reserve the right at any moment to scream at the top of my lungs at the TV if something bad or something good happens. Because I did not turn off the TV while we are recording. I just muted it. Absolutely. And I also want to point out... Absolutely. Anyone who trusts Kelly Loeffler... You, cannot you can't trust an adult woman with long blonde hair that long. <laughs> If your hair is ah! that long and you're an adult woman, I don't trust you. Uh, <laughs> um, There's something shady going on is all I'm saying. All right. Um, all right. I need to, to do. Uh, so we typically do the, uh, our housekeeping at the beginning. We call it women's work because right. only women. Clean houses. Clean houses. Um, so non-political women's work yes are you familiar with the liqueur chambord it's a raspberry liqueur it comes in a round yeah. bottle it's absolutely gorgeous so our roommate diana said every time i look at that i think of the liahona <laughs> chambord yes because it's like it's like a ball oh you're right <laughs> You're and right. I forgot that part of it. 
And it reminded me of, and you're going to love this so much, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year of college, I I came home, and home at that time was Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right, right. Your mama um, was there. Your peepaw was there. No, no, no. They all live in Louisiana. So oh, okay. you're like, same thing. Um, yeah. And so um, my mother was in the stake young women's. Okay. And she, I think it was she that approached me or maybe it was someone else who knew me during high school who was in the young women's the state young women's asked me to memorize this like 10 page written by someone in the state monologue uh-huh. as if i was a nephite girl named oh, leahona <laughs> wait your name was leahona yes Oh, that's good. That's good. And it was this special night, right? Right. Oh, oh, and this was for girls camp. Oh, okay. And so I had to drive out in the boonies of Oklahoma. It was actually gorgeous because Oklahoma has some beautiful mountains. Um, They're more like foothills, but you know. Um, Right. And so it was the special night at girls camp. All the gals are like gathered around this campfire, and it was it was uh, you know it's the whole stakes. So there's a ton of them, and so the idea was I'm wearing all white. I'm wearing like this white okay. gown, uh-huh. and um, I'm holding a candle or a light of some kind, and I walk through the forest, and they see they see my light. And then they right. realize that I'm holding it. And then I stand in front of them and do this 10-page monologue. Right. That's there, it. Nothing says Mormonism like the manipulative spirituality <laughs> of girls' camp. <laughs> or Trek. Or Pioneer Trek. They're like, we're, you, we're, gonna, we're not going to feed you for the whole day. And then we're going to take, we're going to make all the women pull the hand carts because it's the women's pull. <laughs> And you're going to be delirious. And then we're going to be like, don't you feel the spirit? And you're going to be like, yes, I do. Just give me a turkey sandwich. <laughs> anyway. So, well, so good. that's good women's episode. work. Thanks for, thanks, <laughs> thanks for updating us on your monologue as a, as a young woman in, in Arkansas. That's beautiful. I wasn't a young woman. I was in Relief Society then, bitch. Oh, you were an old lady already. Oh, okay. my. I was an old maid. I was, I was 19, unmarried. Oh. oh. They were, like, isn't there a, they were like, isn't there a gay man you can marry? This has gone on too long. <laughs> and there like, there should by. never be a single 19-year-old girl when there are closeted teens right. closeted gay men. If the there are closeted gay men around, there should not be a single 19-year-old girl. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's an eternal truth. That's an eternal principle. <laughs> In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So I don't really have any women's work other than that I'm pretending to do a podcast with you, but really I'm just glued to MSNBC. You're freaking out. Okay. Let's... And watching watching Steve Kornacki run numbers and put punch on his calculator and adjust his khakis. And, you know, that makes me hard. So anyway, <laughs> you know how why? I love a tall, why? skinny, nerdy guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. 
So, so what? So did you look at the the shared note that I sent you on our iPhones? I did using very, technology. I did. <laughs> um, I did a very quick scan. I I haven't okay. looked at them all, but I'm really it's I'm fine. really excited to kind of take it like by the seat of my pants. I've got them all ahead of me, so I can kind of lead the questioning. But yeah, so basically, what we're doing? I've got tonight, them. Oh, okay. Good job. Did you write them down on a piece of paper with a quill pen? I told fucking would have, but I didn't have time today. So no. Okay. Okay. So maybe we'll take turns asking each other questions. I love but it. What we're doing is we posted on Instagram that we wanted to answer viewer questions, questions tonight because we were too lazy to think of anything and viewer, we're really tired. Viewer. Listener question. Yeah. Tonight. Podcast. So listen, I've had four Cosmos and I'm on <laughs> and I'm having a mule. So um, and the Georgia so, Senate runoff. Right. Happening. And I'm actually watching MSNBC while I'm talking and doing math in my head to figure out how many votes separate people. <laughs> so anyway, so so I'm very focused. So we are here to answer some listener questions. Let's jump right in. Are we going to take a break or let's do one question before the break? All right. Okay. What do you want to ask me? <clears throat> Brother Coffee. Yes. Are you going to answer this question too, or am just I going to answer it? What are the rules tonight? I think we both have to take a shot at it. Okay, great. Okay, go at ahead. What each is it? question, and and we have to really kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, rapid fire, because there's a lot. Yeah. What's your favorite position in Sex and the Moon? <laughs> Waiting. Was that Johnny Cotton short shorts? No, it was oh. it was a girl. I can't remember who, but it was a. I remember it was a girl. Okay. Um, okay, in the moon, I think my favorite position in the moon is a Taurus. I love a Taurus. Just that oh. it's like that steady, you know, like kind of gentle energy, like a little bullish. I'm fine with that, but I need that steady, gentle energy in mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. Um, and my favorite position is lying on my back, my iPhone in my left hand, my. <laughs> Something else in my right hand. Yeah. I mean, it's really the only position I know. So that cool. would be my favorite position. Right. So what about you? Well, my favorite moon position. I so just, I, I, hold on. I said Taurus, but that is a, I was thinking of Taurus as the sun position, but I don't know the moon positions well enough to say my favorite moon position. Anyway. I don't either. So I was just going to say my favorite moon phase, which is okay. waning gibbous. Any any specific reason? I just like that there's this sadness knowing that we've lost the fullness of the light. And yet we know that we have to go through this cycle to regain it. Wow. I made that up on the There's a waning gibbous indeed. Um, My favorite sex position. And Lil Twain left the room for this. (laughs) She's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. She does not. She's not interested. Her roommates love it when I talk about my sex life. But of oh, course, good. little Twain's so like, glad. I got to go. Yeah. Um, but I love her roommates, too. They're so great. I know. So, so shout out to her roommates. Yes. And little Twain, quit being a slut shamer. Never. <laughs> she just said never. I, um, I heard her. Oh, that's how podcasts work. So, okay, my favorite sex position. That's like choosing a favorite child. Um, But the one I always go to in my head, and I don't even know if it's true, truly my favorite, 
is, and my 17 year old son can probably hear me by the way, um, as well, as well, um, is I'm just flat on my tummy and, um, he's just straddling my ass and just riding me like I'm a, like a Bronco. Is his? I just want to clarify for your children that are listening. Is his penis in your vagina or is it in your butthole? Preferably in my vagina. Okay. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to clear. I just wanted to make sure. I need to have a little bit more control over the movement and the rhythm when yeah. it's in my ass. Okay. Fair. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a break. Wait. I was going to ask a question. Oh. Okay. What color underwear are you wearing? It's floral. Like right now. It's what? It's floral with black lace on the edges. Oh, cute. It really is. And it's does, cheeky. Does like meaning it shows off the cheeks? Yes. It's like okay. think thong, but with a little bit more fabric back there. Oh, I like it. I, so it's like a it's like a classy thong. Are you thinking like about th- my butt right now? It's like a thong you would wear to a funeral, you know? It's yeah. like a little more elevated. <laughs> or to like um, a presidential inauguration. Right. Does the bra match? Do you match the bra to the panties? That seems so complicated. It is. And no, I don't. Okay. Okay. But the bra but is matching today? Or it is today, complicated? Today it was. I was wearing a white lace bra. You were. So you're not anymore. Oh, no. I've got 99 layers and a bra ain't one. Okay. Great. Okay. Yeah. Great. So. Well, but... my underwear is oh, a oh, blue yeah. and white horizontal stripe. Kind of a boxer brief. But the the waistband has torn on it. So oh. if I bend over it, kind of maybe you might think I'm wearing a jock strap because you just see that waistband poking up above the jeans. It's really so just a hole in my underwear. You guys, it's not my jock strap. What? What? So why don't you toss those? I don't know. I wish I could explain. Oh, okay. I wish I could answer that question, but I don't know. Fine. Okay, maybe they Maybe they put you in your power. Okay, yeah, let's take a break. Okay, bye. And we're back. Hi. I never said that. Oh, that's so great. This is <laughs> it's this is kind of like um in like 2017 when the Mormons had like a woman pray at general conference <gasps> and all the Mormons were like this is a this is this is power and truth marching forward into the world. <laughs> This is a sign of our true prophet that in the year of our Lord, 20,017, we have allowed a woman to say the prayer. That's the equivalent of you saying, and we're back. Instead I of know. Me. Yeah. Now it's like everyone... episode, episode 132 or whatever. <laughs> and I finally shut my fucking mouth. You allowed and it. And let you say, and we're back. Yeah. You allowed so it. this is real. You know, this is progress. And this is for the suffragettes. This is for the suffragettes. Gloria Steinem will be able to sleep tonight. (laughs) That you said. And we're back. And we're back. And that that one Mormon lady prayed in church in 2017. (laughs) And it was like the, it was like in the closing prayer in like the session for the janitors or something. Like it wasn't even (laughs) like, it wasn't even like a real prayer. But it was like, it was like the, the close. Yeah, it was like the Tuesday afternoon closing session <laughs> that people don't even know exists. But everyone was like, "This is this is the this is really God's light shining upon the world." <laughs> Women are anyway. now equal, so there. We've, we've solved misogyny we've in solved, the Mormon Church. Yeah, 
no one we let this lady close before the before then. No, this lady uh, prayed at the Tuesday afternoon session. So anyway, <laughs> we're okay. doing some we're doing some Q and A. Yeah, I have a I have a Q for you. Oh, great! I have an A. Okay, I hope so. So we got questions in our DMs and in response to the question, the question. tool. Yes. Did you I, pull from both of those? I could not find any questions in our DMs. I looked through them and I didn't see any. I just uh, saw the ones on the question tool. So maybe um, I missed them. Maybe not. And maybe not. But I went back through several days worth of DMs and I oh, did then not we're see good. any that were questions. Yeah. Then I'm sure we're good. Okay. okay. All right. What's question your next question? Are you microwaving something right now? <laughs> Actually, no. I have a teacup with... Oh. Whiskey and Chambord and ice. Oh, God bless. Yes. Whiskey and a little Liahona juice and ice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> a little white prehistoric Native American girl. God. <laughs> You're the oh. red, the redheaded Native American spirit. I know. That, I know. That came forth in these the latter days. Of course. Of course. Uh, actually, Leah Hona didn't live in the latter days. Like it was like uh, back. In, I was a Nephite. So. No, I know, but I'm saying you came forth in these latter days to preach to the young women of the Meemaw <laughs> Steak and the Peepaw Ward <laughs> in Arkansas. Wait, how does it go? Forth as Nephi. Nephi of old, to goodly parents who love the Lord. Anyway, trigger warning for uh, all, all the listeners. Anyway, God. ask me a question. Okay, what's your favorite sex toy? Okay, so... <laughs> oh, God. Here's the thing. I own quite a... F- I don't want to say quite a few. I probably own... six or seven sex toys. I do not ever use any of them. Hardly okay. ever. Number one, okay. because it's just a lot more effort and, like, clean up and are, are right. charged. And it's just a lot. Number two, I don't believe in delivering pleasure to myself. (laughs) So, wait, what? I just like, I don't like, I don't like, I don't know. This is just a whole therapy session in and of itself. But I feel like that I don't (laughs) deserve that pleasure. So I just don't engage with it. You mean with toys? Yes. Okay. Because I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like for some reason, like jerking off, I'm fine with, but using toys, I just feel like, oh, that's not for you. You don't get that. I don't know. Anyway, talk to my family. It's too about fancy. It. It's above your pay grade. Right. Something like that. So one time, our friend, um, brother, uh, and this was when brother, when we were, when I was just getting to know brother T and come on my face, and he mm-hmm. recommended a sex toy that he liked. Oh, which- yes, I know. Yeah, it was like, it's like a cock ring with a prostate stimulator attached and it's battery operated. Anyway, I bought it because I wanted to be like the cool kids, i.e. Brother T and come on my face. (laughs) I've literally never used it because I just, I don't know, I'm like intimidated by it. Like, it just seems like, I don't know, it's too messy. So anyway, um, yeah, so that's me and sex toys. How about you? What's your favorite sex toy? Um... Well, I'm rather simple. Okay. I'm just a I'm just a country girl. Right. Uh living in a 
small town world. world. <laughs> uh, something like that. Um, but it is this thing that's that. So I got this thing that's supposed to just suck your clit. I've seen those, and I wish I had a clit. And it would, and it's not as powerful as it's hoping. It's not like getting in there and like actually sucking it. Okay. Like a straw or something, you know. <laughs> it's more um, like a gentle I don't kiss. Know the, it's well, it's just this circular opening that vibrates. Uh huh. And you put it on it. Okay. And I wanted it to like suck it. You wanted like a bruise the next day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You wanted like a hickey. But a I'm hickey. making it work. Okay, great. I'm, I'm making it work. We're getting through this. Okay, great. You're um, holding space for each other. Yeah. You're holding so... space for, I thought you were going to bruise my clit. You're just gently vibrating it, but I'm holding <laughs> space for you. And at least the moon is in waning gibbous. Yes. But yeah. I've decided, I've realized that if I have some coconut oil oh. and I hold it, um, in not the space pressure okay not in in the space if i hold the space for it and, but it's not full pressure it's just like light pressure uh-huh forget it okay okay do you forget it do you prefer to use toys or do you prefer to just like bang one out if it's just me solo uh toys oh okay okay interesting so interesting. much easier look at okay, great great yeah. i love it good good for Hi. you what's your next question I thought you were gonna we take. I thought we were gonna take turns. Didn't I ask you your favorite sex toy? Oh, you asked me that. Where am yeah. I? What's happening? Okay. What should I tell my mom? Who told Wait. me? I, what? What? Are we going in order? No. Oh, we're not. We're just going in whatever order comes up to to make the episode fun and exciting. But we got to get through all the questions. I know. I have them all right here. I'm checking them off as I go. I'm using right. the checkoff system on the notes app in my iPad. Making a list, checking it twice. Okay, what's what the What should I tell my mom who told me that I need to teach my children about baptism? God damn it. Oh my god, a little twenty just like puke. She just dry heaved. <laughs> oh, so do you want to take this, this one first? A listener who may or may not be related to me tell her mom who oh! may or may not also be my mom. <laughs> About teaching her kids about baptism. Oh, Mary Jo Coco. Um, I'm not, I can neither confirm nor deny that this was Mary Jo Coco. No, I know. It could be Mary Jo Cider. Right. It could be Mary Jo Postum. <laughs> or Perot. Mary Jo Perot. There are multiple Mary Jo Mary Jo Perot. <laughs> like Mary Jo's ethnic like... sister. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop, stop, stop. Okay. So. Uh, Becky with a K. Here's my answer for you. <laughs> I did not say that it, this was Becky with a K's question. No, I know you didn't, but the spirit told me. Okay. Um. Wait, what was the question? <laughs> what should she tell her mother who told yeah. her that she needs to teach her children about baptism? She needs to say, Mom, why would I teach them about that if I don't believe in mormonism anymore i mean why yeah why is that so complicated i mean i'm not yeah, saying that it's to, very simple i'm not saying that to <clears throat> this this hypothetical gentle listener i'm just saying to the <laughs> hypothetical mother why is that so complicated yes. no we don't right. believe in that anymore so why right. would we teach our kids about that 
Right. It's and like when you makes... and the Republican get married and you have more children, why would oh, you teach them you. about women's bodily autonomy? Because you no longer <laughs> believe in that. You just, you just believe. Because we're all Republicans. You just believe in the government making choices about what you can and cannot do with your uterus. So why would you teach your kids about bodily autonomy? You would not. Clearly. It's very simple. It's very, it's very simple. simple. It's very yes. simple. Um, I love the idea of not only you becoming a Republican, but you having more babies. That's okay. That's a world. Quick side note. I must share this side note. I must. My best friend in the world, Lovey. Yes. Who we've talked about. Um, she texted me the other day and she said, Lovey, how you doing? We both call each other Lovey. Right, right, and right. I said, I'm, I'm really, really good. And and I said, I, I uh, said something about the Republican and she said, oh my gosh, I can't wait to meet him. And I know you're anxious to marry again. So when will that be happening? <laughs> and so I said, I'm not sure when, but here's my wedding dress and it's black. And the back of it is just like the skeleton of a dragon. Oh, I'm So sure. it's this long train. Okay. So I look like I have a dragon. And then... The cake, I was like, and here's our cake. It's all black and it's got um like black lace wrapped around it and then the horns of the devil coming out of it. Like like black goat horns. And are you still there? I'm here. Oh yeah. And then she said, and what will you be naming your children? And I said, Well, we might have one and and it will look like this. And I sent her a picture of one of the black-eyed children. <laughs> this it was this kid standing in the forest at night who had completely black eyes, no whites in the eye. Okay, okay, um, okay. So why did why do we I don't know why you told us that. Oh, because you said when I marry the Republican. Yes. When we have our our wedding, which will be dedicated to Satan. It will be in an LDS church uh, cultural hall. <laughs> what the f- fuck you? Fuck off. Listen, I'm never getting married again. When... And if I do, I'm not telling anyone. Do you do you know the movie Moonstruck <laughs> with Cher? Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a there's a point, there's a moment in the in Moonstruck where he says to his wife, in time you'll see that this is the best thing. And Loretta Castorini says, in time you'll drop dead and I'll wear I'll come to your funeral in a wet, red dress. That's oh, how I feel about I your, your wedding to the Republican. I'll show up oh, in a wet good. red dress. I hope you do. I, and by the and way, if I say I get... that to my children all the time and they have no idea what I'm talking about. I'm like, and I'll come to your funeral in a red dress. They're like, what the fuck is wrong with dad? I kind of love it. I kind of love that they think you made that up. Yeah, that's nope, yours. it's Loretta Castorini. But but if I ever get pregnant again, I'm aborting that thing. Oh, God. Aborting. Yeah, I'm aborting that whatever the fuck is growing inside of me. Was it you that um, sent me the tweet where the girl said, like, if I was Mary, I would have just aborted Jesus or so, or was that? Did I, anyway, I, I saw that somewhere. Something like that. It was a little bit more clever more than clever, that. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking about what Becky with a K should say to Mary Jo Coco. Um, <clears throat> after she says, Mom... Why would I teach them about baptism when myself and my husband no longer believe in the church? Yeah. And then Mary Jo Coco is going to say one of the top three most predictable things. Right. Maybe cry. And then Becky with a K needs to say, I need to set a boundary with you, mom, that you don't bring up religion, especially Mormonism, 
Um, and about how I'm like, it is not your business to tell me that I need to teach my kids about anything. Right. Right. At the top of the list is Mormonism. I will say. So that's a boundary, mom. This, I will say, I I don't actually believe this question is about Becky with a K, but if it was, she's actually really good at drawing those boundaries with Mary Jo Coco. That's amazing. She's really good at being like, no, we don't talk about that. So I believe it. I I sense that energy from her. She's the best at tearing down those walls. Yeah. Big clit energy for sure. Um, What would you say? I, 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 let's move on to the next question. I feel like I'm too close to the situation and I feel like you said some great things. So I don't feel like my answer needs to be shared. I really did say some great things. Okay. Next question. Um, what do you hate? Like really hate and really is in all caps. Okay. So this is going to sound really grandiose but then i'm gonna get real granular with it okay so what wait granular and grandiose it's gonna sound really grandiose but then i'm gonna get really granular okay so what i hate more than anything is people who exist in the world end of sentence that's it no just kidding what i (laughs) hate more than anything okay okay wait 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 when, when you were saying that little twink just opened the door to pick up McDonald's Grubhub and she was walking through the room holding the McDonald's to take it to Timothy. Right. And when you said, what I hate is people in the world, she stopped. <laughs> little twink and I are on the Be- same, same wavelength. Before, before you even yeah. said, that's it. This, that's, that's the end of Same it. wavelength. Oh my God. Oh my God. It was perfect. Okay. So anyway, what I hate more than anything in the world what, what I hate yeah. is people who exist in the world, period. Just kidding. People who exist in the world who have no concept that other people also exist in the world. Now, on a large, grandiose scale, you could look at this as people who are living through a pandemic and don't wear masks and go to their father's hospice bed with a slight tickle in the back of their throat, but it's probably nothing allergies. <laughs> like, you could look at it on a, on a big, grandiose level, because I feel like we live in a world full of people who don't give a flying fuck about the people around them and don't even have any idea that those people around them exist. So that sounds yeah. very um, that sounds very noble and very uh, grandiose that I hate those people. But the people that I really hate are hey. fat old men who walk down the middle oh of the grocery store aisle leaning on their <laughs> cart like it's a goddamn walker because they can't walk <laughs> on their own. <laughs> and are moving at a snail's pace down the cereal aisle and no one can get around them. Here's the thing. They're usually just like 28-year-old They can also be that. And I hate them as well. <laughs> or maybe you're maybe you're at McDonald's and you're this is, you know, back pre-Hanks Wilson when like you could go into a McDonald's and like whatever. You're going to fill up your drink at the drink fountain. And there's a straight white guy in front of you who is taking up the, and somehow is taking up all 72 fountains of the drink fountain with his body. <laughs> and you're just standing behind him like, I just need the Diet Coke and it's over here and you're getting the Dr. Pepper and it's over there. But somehow right. his yeah. body has taken somehow up his elbow, the whole yeah. thing. Or this is also the uh-huh. people who are like, 
I need to turn right. Oh, hold on. I don't need to turn right. I need to turn left. And so then they just kind of turn their car and like block the whole intersection because they're like, I got confused. (laughs) There are no other cars in the world that matter except me. Anyway, I hate those people and I hope they die cold and alone with blood in their lungs. So anyway, that's what I hate. (laughs) What do you, what do you really hate? Like really hate. Oh, God. I think of two things, and I'm just going to say both. Great. The first is, <clears throat> let's say you're in a parking lot. Yes. In- inside your vehicle. Yes. And uh, you're behind another vehicle. Okay. Or let's say you're just driving down a neighborhood street, say your own street, and you want to go home and pull into your driveway. Yes. But you're behind another vehicle. Yes. I'm with you so far. Either scenario, that vehicle stops. Uh And has to back in. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Why are they in such a goddamn hurry to get out of there? There is a special place in hell. It's right next to Sarah Huckabee Sanders. What? Um, what are they doing with all that extra time? Are they fucking curing cancer with that extra time they saved? What? Pulling out real quick. I, and it's and it's not even saving no. time because it took more time no. for them to fucking back yeah. in. I don't understand it. There's a trauma. It's a tra- there's some childhood trauma there. There, what you I, have never seen someone back into a space who drives a Prius. Not one time in no, your life. They always drive a Ford Escalade. Is that does Ford make Escalades? I don't even know. They're always driving like <laughs> no. the six seater, like the 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 SUV that seats thirteen children or a pickup truck. I.e., they are Republicans. <laughs> does the Republican God. back into parking spaces? I bet he does. I bet you don't know, but I bet he does. Don't I, don't be like I, that. I, I bet he does. Hey, I need you to be in my corner. <laughs> I am in your corner, but I just want you to be <laughs> on the lookout. Have you ever driven places with him? With yes. me driving? And that has not happened yet. Okay. Yeah. And he didn't back into any spaces. He didn't back his car in, but he backed something else. Hey, you know what what's I mean. up? <laughs> anyway, I hate those people okay. too. Also, the second thing, which I probably hate more, okay, like I hate it in every, like I can feel it in every joint and sinew right. and tendon, is people who are unhappy in their marriage and yet they I stay know, married. You guys, they disgust me. You guys, I cannot fucking stand it when someone is consciously going through this life, which is here which is meant for our joy and also it's not that long like you could die tomorrow get the divorce it's not that if you regret it get married again you know if but at least give the divorce a fucking try if this if this podcast convinces one unhappy marriage to get a divorce it will have been worth it we we will have done our Um, work brother coffee I would like to report that it has. Oh, it has? Oh, yeah. you'll have to tell me offline who that was. And we were thanked. You guys, get a divorce and thank us. It's just... <laughs> Everybody should get 
one. Like, oh, it's just. Lil Twain's even had one. I, you just think it's going to be so difficult and so hard. It's not that hard. You'll be fine on the other side. Anyway. All right. Next question. Okay. We need to do like a quick one and then we need to take a break. The, okay. Or whatever. I don't know. What's the relationship? What is the latest on your relationship with your mothers? That was to both of us. And then someone else asked, mm-hmm. is Twain currently talking to her mom? What's the answer? Oh. Okay. The answer is no. And there is no latest. Okay. And um, it's extremely complicated. Yes. But I believe I made the healthy choice. Um, I have dreams about her often. Okay. Um, and, um, they're, they're not like, there's no like scenario or plot line really. She's just there. And that, I get it. She's my mother. Yeah. And there was a lot of good things about that relationship, but ultimately, um, anyway, the short answer is okay. no. What, what about you? Uh, things are good with Mary Jo Coco. Things are fine. We, you know, we don't talk super often, but I have been trying to make an effort to reach out to her. <laughs> she's been... I think I'm doing a better job of of holding boundaries with her. Like the last time I saw her, she wanted to she wanted to talk to me about how ridiculous she thought the tattoo that I just got on my thigh was. And I just changed the subject because oh. I was just like, I'm not going to engage with, in a conversation with you about the tattoo on my thigh. <clears throat> it literally has zero effect on you whatsoever in your life. You, you just shut it down. Yeah, I just changed the topic because I was just like, this oh. doesn't matter. So why am I going to argue right. with you about it? It, do- it has right. no effect on you or in your life. It's my body. So you can think it's stupid all you want. I don't care. I didn't say any of that. I just was like, anyway, uh, what about this? Right. You know, I just totally changed the subject. So so we're actually yeah. in a pretty good, like, <clears throat> pretty healthy place. I mean, we're in a pandemic, so it's not like I would have had a lot of opportunities to see her or spend time with her anyway. Because she's actually, right. thankfully, she's actually being really, really good about staying socially distant and you know like she's following the rules and doing what she's supposed to because she's in a high risk group so which i'm super grateful for. i'm yeah i'm super grateful that she's following the rules i'm not super grateful that she's in a high risk group but but you in know things are good. yeah right. things are good okay, okay cool. let's take a break oh okay. oh do you want to do one more question uh we've been going 23 minutes i think we need okay to let's take a break, break. Father Coffee? Yes, ma'am. I think this may be our best episode yet. <laughs> I hope so. Aha! Anytime we're recording something funny, yeah. or that I think is funny, because I'm my biggest fan, I think I'm very funny, <laughs> um, I, always think, I always think, I hope CJ laughed at that. Or I think... <laughs> I always or think I think, I, great, I hope the great whore upon the waters laughed at that. Or I hope Cindy, you know, I think of one of, I hope Cindy laughed at that. Like, I think of one of our gentle listeners who I know in real life, because there are many gentle listeners who are wonderful, but I, yeah. you know, a few of them live nearby. And I think, oh, I hope CJ thought that was funny. So I always hope that Mindy Gledhill thinks it's funny. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Thinks, right. Thinks and... it's funny. <laughs> And when, she does. And I think she does. When I feel like I've had a really good like comedy moment, I think I hope Mindy listens to this one. <laughs> um, and then, but then my next thought is, I know um, Chloe, the gingerbread house making lady, laughed at it though. She she did. She, she laughed did. hard. 
She did. I'll just say God, her name, her. but that's okay. All right, next question. Hey, is... next question. Go for it. Uh, how to reconcile feminism with male sexual dominance? I'm so I feel tired. like you you have to answer this one. I, I have do. no opinion on feminism and male sexual dominance. <laughs> I do. So, <laughs> sex is a very, very basic biological thing. So, um, just can I interrupt for one second? Sure, sure, sure. Just to clarify, I think what this question is asking is how do you reconcile, like, a, uh, like feminism, you know, a woman who in her real life is, you know, dominant and, and in charge and, you know, makes decisions for herself, but maybe in the bedroom wants to be treated like the little slut that she is and have someone spit in her mouth kind of yes. thing, right? That yeah. is like me. Too or vice versa. Or, or mm-hmm. as the man who supports feminism and who believes in, you know, the power of women and whatever. Yeah. Who wants to call his partner a little slut in, in the bedroom? How do you right. reconcile that? Right. Um, <clears throat> because what happens in the bedroom is completely different. We're in our different yeah. part of our brain. We're yeah. in our pleasure center. And when we're with a partner, especially one that we trust. Right. Um, and who is like on the same page as far as like in the bedroom, you can bend me over. You can push me on the floor and step on my neck. Right. Um, God. Yes. And, <laughs> and it's totally hot, but that's right. It ends at the bedroom door. Right. You know, I guess it's okay if you do that to me on the kitchen floor, but um but in a sexual context but in a sexual context it's just it's just different unless you have some sexual trauma that you haven't worked through then of, of course, course of it's course. not different it is not uh you know cool for you although there we do have some listeners who have had sexual trauma and do really appreciate like that because it helps like them work get through off it. on their sexual trauma yeah 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 right and there's nothing wrong with that as long as they're cognizant of like okay, I, I'm healing from this and it's okay that this is the way that I'm doing it. Um, right. but, um, uh, as long as you have a strong sense of self in your non-sexual life and you're clear on what the boundaries are for a feminist. Okay. And, and this is the other thing. And I, I think maybe Philip Seymour Hoffman, our resident therapist said something about this, right, right. but <clears throat> Or someone else. But when women have to be in more of our masculine in our daily non-sexual life, which is um, taking care of things and in our left brain and making money and we're doing everything, especially as single moms, especially as single moms, we're doing every fucking thing when we get in the bedroom. We want to be submissive. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just biological. There's nothing really that can be explained away. Like it's a biological thing. It's our pleasure center, a different part of our brain. Um, you know, choke me. And, 
And you just don't have to worry about it. Just do what feels good. You know, you don't have to think about what it means for feminism and what does Gloria Steinem think? And what is that woman who said the first prayer at general conference in 19 (laughs) in 2017 think you don't have to think about that. Right. Here's let's put it in a slightly different context. Yeah. I love to joke about, you know, telling guys to spit in my mouth if someone on the street walked up to me and spit in my mouth I would be disgusted I would be vomiting on the ground yes but in the bedroom when someone spits in my mouth I'm like oh god damn you know (laughs) so like it's the same thing it's it's an act that in the real world might seem disgusting or offensive but in the bedroom is a huge turn on and I don't need to I don't have to sit and analyze and think about like why it's okay for a guy in the bedroom to like choke me and spit in my mouth but if someone spit you know like I don't have to think about it like it's just hot and so I think it's kind of the same thing like just let it be hot and don't worry about it you know as long as it's like consenting adults and you're (laughs) doing what you want to do and you know whatever like as long as like all of that being said then just do what you want who cares you know and 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 I think that the key is is those women that do appreciate being submissive in the bedroom, dominated in the bedroom, but they have to be completely different in their non-sexual daily life. Yeah. It's because they're really able to separate the two. Yeah. 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 They're two separate parts of themselves. Yeah. The vulva versus the clit, two separate things. (laughs) I don't know why it's those two things, but okay. Next question. Go. Sexting or phone sex? Which do you prefer? Yeah, amen. Amen. Yeah. Tell us more. Phone sex is just too vulnerable for me. (laughs) Yeah, for real. (laughs) Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk to somebody on the phone. Which is funny because we literally have a podcast where we talk about the most (laughs) intimate details of our lives. But somehow sexting is too much. I know. Yeah. I, I it's I'm already super vulnerable when someone wants to talk to me on the phone. Oh yeah, Jesus. So I'm not ready. I'm not ready to take it to the level of sexting or uh, phone sex. But yeah. I'll sext you. I'll sext you on a uh, eight day long rampage. Oh like, yeah, we'll me just too. Keep, yeah. Oh yeah, we'll yeah. just keep it going. Yeah. Um. So next, I agree oh, you. with you. Wait, I need to answer. Yeah. I agree with you. Number one, I am an excellent sexter like so fucking good at it well you have a degree well i'm i was gonna say i'm a very talented writer so i can really get in there and describe in detail what i'm doing to your body like i'm very good at it i will paint the motherfucking picture (laughs) um i have only done phone sex once and it was this guy that i was chatting with online and he said hey let's facetime and like jerk off together and I was like okay and so we you know connected on FaceTime I literally came within like four seconds and then I was like well I came gotta go and it was super awkward and weird and I never talked to him again so anyway so yeah phone sex not good for me sexting I'm a I mean I am writing I am writing literary like lambda award-winning erotica in our phone sex yeah, conversation. So I believe it. Yeah. Could anyway. you, could you like, tr- could you like maybe like transcribe it into straight version and send it to me? No. Oh, okay, cool. Nope. All right. Good. Not one good. I respect that boundary. Okay. Next question. <laughs> it's your turn. Update on, update on brother coffee's love life. I mean, I love that someone asked this question. Like it's so, but are they listening you. to the podcast? I know. It's just so <laughs> sweet. And I just love that. Like, 
you believe there would be an update to my love life? Like, that's really endearing. Um, I recently was discussing the fact that I did not ever, did did not have sex one time in 2020. I did suck someone's dick in a parking lot, but that's a whole other story. But I did not, I never once. I'm so proud of you, honey. I never once took off my clothes in the presence of another human being in 2020, which is fine. Like it was a pandemic. A lot of people didn't, but I really don't. I really think maybe in 2019, it happened maybe once or twice, like very, like it has been a long goddamn time. I cannot remember the last time I went on a date. Right. I mean, I can think... People do not really understand how fucked up you are. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm trying to think of the last... I There's... The last quote-unquote date I went on with was with one of two people, one of whom is now married to someone else. So, obviously, like, <laughs> things went really well with us. <laughs> and one of whom... And honestly, I don't remember which... I, like, these could have happened two years apart. I honestly don't remember. They were so long ago. One of them, we went to your restaurant... And then, like, we've basically never spoken. So, like, I right. have not gone on a date. I haven't, you know, made out. I haven't gotten naked. I haven't, like, nothing for at least, like, 23 months, I would say. At least. Okay. So, okay. 23 months. So there's... So there's the Some update. people have babies that are that age. Oh, I know. Like, 23 like months. people's children have graduated from high school in this, in the, this time frame. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Big yeah. life events have happened for people, and I'm just right. still in my bed reading comics and watching HBO Max. So, yeah. So, thank you for asking that question. I really appreciate it. Yes. But, um, but, yeah, there's no update. All right. You get to ask the next question. Okay. So, someone asked, and I'm going to let you answer this because I have literally never dealt with this, but what is the best way to bring up STIs or STI okay. testing with a partner or date? Is it weird to ask strangers about these things? Um, okay. So, um, you know, maybe I'll have little Twain answer this. <laughs> Do you want to answer this, little Twain? I need the question. Okay. Lil Twain, who had an immediate response um, to hating everybody is what is the best way to bring up STI testing with partners? Is it weird to ask strangers? Um, it's not weird. And if the stranger you're dating thinks it's weird, then they probably have an STI. That's a good, that's a great point. Great point. Or, or they're uncomfortable talking about that and they probably shouldn't be in a relationship. Period. There you go. <laughs> Hi, little twain. I miss you. No. What you said? I miss you, little twain. I miss you too. Do you have your boyfriend for me? I will. Okay. <laughs> I'll just chime in a little bit here. Great. Uh, don't ask, don't tell. No, I'm just kidding. Oh um, so, uh, the first straight guy I was with, I he was a libertarian. To- Mm, no, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I okay. So the first trick I was with, um, I had only ever had sex with Gary, my gay ex-husband. Right. Hot. Right. Hot mixed orientation sex. 
robust, if you will. I mean, it's if you haven't had it, you guys, it's the it's so hot. We <laughs> we both recommend it highly. How did it not work? No, I know. It's just, I mean, it just seems so natural. Oh God. Anyway, you just lay there. Anyway, so okay, you just so, you're praying. There's a lot of praying involved. There's a lot of tears involved. <laughs> It's amazing. Suicidal thoughts. Right. It's amazing. Okay. So um, it's so funny to joke about suicide. Okay. So STS. So I had a very good friend say, have you asked this guy? Cause I had already bought my plane ticket to go see him, to travel to this other city, to see that this guy. Um, have you asked him if he's clean? And okay. I'm like, and I'm like clean. And this good friend explained it. And then I was like, no, I haven't. And my friend was like, you absolutely need to ask him that before you go out there. Can, can I interject, so that he though? Under- uh, yeah. <laughs> can we not use the word clean, though? Like. I know. I mean, and I get it that you're telling a story from times past, but like, we just need to not. Ten re- years ago. Yeah. We just need to not refer to people as like clean or I agree. like, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to put it's- that out there. It's a passe, outdated term, I guess right. you would say. Yeah, and there's uh, nothing clean okay. about not having an STI. Like, people get exactly. STIs. It's just, it's like, it's yes. like you get a cold. You know, it happens. So anyway. Exactly, yes. All, all um, socioeconomic um, profiles, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and so, uh, because I'm flying by the seat of my pants here uh, and nervous as fuck, uh, uh, that's what I texted him. Are you clean? And, uh, he was a real fucking asshole about it. Now I get, now looking back now, I get it. I get why he was bent out of shape. Yeah. At the same time, he couldn't hold an iota of space for the fact that I was this ex or almost ex right, right, right. who yeah. just come out of a mixed orientation marriage like and i don't know i'm i don't know how to navigate these waters at all right 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 um anyway uh so i think that you absolutely if you feel like you are going to have sex if you don't want to ask up front, like you're over at their place or they're over at your place and you know you're going to end up fucking, if you don't want to say it out loud, then you just need to have a condom rule. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and that's all I'll say about it. I'm not, that's all I'll say about it. And that's very objective. It has nothing to do with how I deal with this personally. How do you because, deal with it personally? You just bear, <laughs> you just bear back, you just bear back a Native American all day, and you just hope for the best. I, 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 uh, I just, uh, I live on the edge. Okay. <laughs> great, great. I just, <laughs> I, I was going to explain the barebacking a Native American comment. I'm not even going to try. If someone was offended by it, that, it, they it, should it's be. A, it's a previous episode reference. But if someone heard that and they were like, I can't listen to this podcast anymore. You're right. Right. You shouldn't. You <laughs> shouldn't. We don't deserve it. So, but it was a previous joke. Yeah. Anyway, ask me a question. Okay. <clears throat> what would it take to bring you back into the fold of Christ? I love this question so I know much. Ex- I know exactly what you're going to say. You do? Yeah. 
I'm not going to say something dirty about Christ. Oh, then I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> you guys, I woke like I woke up the next morning after that Christmas episode where I just talked explicitly in sexual terms about Jesus and Joseph Smith. <laughs> and I just thought, what has become of me? What is what has happened in my life? And I thought, I hope CJ laughed at that. Um <laughs> But we know Chloe, who makes the gingerbread houses, did. She loved it. Anyway, she no, like, <clears throat> here's what I will say about this. And I, I can't, oh my God, I can't wait. I, this is, it's, I just think, like, <clears throat> I hate absolutism in anything. And I especially okay. hate absolutism in the Mormon church. And I just yes. think, like, because I, as an adult human, can fully recognize that there are, like, there are good things about me and about my character and about my persona that came from Mormonism, you know, that came from the way that I was raised and the things that I was taught growing up. There are absolutely good things about Mormonism, but Mormonism has to exist in such a weird black and white world where either it's all a hundred percent right or it's all a hundred percent wrong. And and nothing can exist in that world. Like absolutely nothing can. And so like for me, like if Mormonism wanted to say, because again, I also have many, many Mormon friends who I care very deeply about. And I have, and obviously That's like so weird to me. Member, members of my family are very <laughs> actively Mormon, you know, but if Mormonism could say, Hey, listen, we have some things that we think are great. We think they'll make you happy and that they'll help you live a better life. Come and bring what you can and, and learn what you can and go out and make the world a better place. I don't know that that would bring me back to Mormonism, but I would celebrate that kind of attitude of like, you know, Mm. we don't have all Mm. the answers, but we might have some answers that will help you live a better life. And if this is good, if this helps you, great, come on in Mm -hmm. and help, you know, come on in and join us. I would love that. But, but, but the way that the, that Mormonism exists is like, everything we say is a hundred percent true. There's no room for error nothing is gray right you know yeah. it's all it's all or nothing yeah. baby and that kind of that attitude is just so disgusting to me and that is not what christ was and the scriptures that they study right. well they don't care show that christ was not that way they don't care i know it's so just like how question. it's like how republicans the quote unquote like family family values party actually hates families and hates right humans and hates babies and only loves corporations. They're not pro life yeah. whatsoever. No, not at all. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like the like the Mormons are Christian, but actually they don't believe anything that Jesus taught. It's it's quite similar. Yeah. Um <clears throat> uh my quick just um response to this would be like fold of Christ. Do you mean like Christianity, because if that's what you mean, it will be a cold day in Yeah, hell. I mean, true. My body will be encased in a brick of ice right. amongst the fiery pits. But like ice of made hell. of the frozen Tim Curry jizz. Is Satan. Yeah. Uh-huh. The frozen yeah, jizz of Satan and his angels encased <clears throat> around your yeah. body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my eyelashes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But if you mean fold of Christ in reference to who he perhaps actually was, which was like 
a hippie. Yeah. And queer. And a socialist. And a, and a witch. Yeah, and a witch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. loved people unconditionally. Right. Uh, I'm already in it, baby. Yeah. Ooh, wow. There it is. Thank you. There you, there it fucking is. And just to be, well, okay, you go. Just to be super yeah. specific, what would actually bring me back to the fold of Christ is if, is if Christ showed whole. So, anyway. Wait, say that one more time. I said if, if Christ showed whole, like butthole. Uh, or maybe the well, holes in his hands. You wouldn't be able to see know. if there's so much hair. Down I don't know. There, maybe apparently. the holes in his hands. One of the two. Anyway. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah. There it is, Chloe there and the gingerbread. Okay, you ask the next one. Oh, I'm asking the next one. Um. Yes. Yes. How do you recharge your energy with people or alone? Okay. Oh fuck. It depends. So, um, did you want me to answer first? Because I yeah. No, that's why I asked you. Okay. That's really sweet. You're Thank welcome. You. I just want I just want women to have a voice. Just like the Mormons in 2017 wanted women to have a voice <laughs> in prayers during during are we not making millions during the Tuesday midday session between lunch and that dinner that nobody watches because right, everybody's at work on yeah on an AM radio station that we wanted women to have a voice anyway I want the same so it, go ahead right. answer the question coming out of Albuquerque okay so. Wait, what was the question? Um, how oh, do you okay. How do you recharge your energy? All right. <clears throat> it depends. So, when it's not COVID times, right? One big way is hanging out with my peeps. Okay. I don't know if you guys know what peeps means, but it is the cool way to say people. Okay, interesting. I thought you meant I'm really relevant. The, I I'm really you relevant. Meant the marshmallow candy coated in colored sugar. No, that's about 15 years okay. ago. That's very 15 years okay. ago. <clears throat> it is going to the bar with my ex-Mormon. And and it's not that I chose these people in my life because they're ex-Mormon. Like my closest friends I know because of theater and happen to be ex-Mormon. Right. But we go to the bar, we go to their house, they come over to my house, and we just laugh and talk and drink and laugh and talk and drink. Right. That's one way. Another way is <clears throat> um, when my teenage boys go over to little Twain's house, and I have the house to myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> She's... She's not even listening. Uh, but no, seriously, alone time. I have to have like um, a break from work, from from being working mom, which is all encompassing. Right? Yeah. It's all yeah, encompassing. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm the I am the breadwinner. I am the mom, which manages. I'm the caretaker. I'm the nurturer. It's like I had this moment <clears throat> um, probably about three weeks ago. I was working the three jobs right now. I'm just working two. So I'm down to like working like only like 55 hours a week instead of 65. Amazing. When does, when is I'm your novel come out? When are you, that you're working on? When do you, anyway, I've got some manuscripts submitted, but, um, <clears throat> um, so it was about three weeks ago 
And uh, I had had maybe five hours of sleep. I was up to like make my coffee, listen to NPR, um, check the social meets. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then shower and get ready for my 12 hour right, day. Right, right, right? right. When I wake up, my son Timothy happens to be awake. And also needs to talk with me. Okay. And whenever I have a child that says, hey, can we talk about something? That is like, drop everything. Laser focus. Nothing else in the world matters. Yeah. And there I was operating on five hours of sleep amidst, amidst a 65-hour work week. And I was so angry that I did not have the, that I didn't have an immediate capacity to hold that space for him. I had to go, okay, give me a minute. And then, and then I went in the bathroom and cried a little bit. And I made my coffee. As one does. And then, but usually when one of my children says that, I, there's something really pleasurable about it. Even if they want to talk about something sad or bad, there's something like so that's like love is like wide open in those moments. Right. So I'm able to kind of see like the both things at the same time. And uh, anyway, I think I'm rambling. That's fine. Now. Um, but it's alone time. And I will put it, I will put in my AirPods and say, kids, just so you know, I'm, either, I'm meditating or I'm putting in my AirPods. If I tell them I'm putting in my AirPods, they know to leave me alone. Sometimes I'll come home from work at 10 p.m. and go, hi, bye, I don't exist, and go into my room. <laughs> I don't exist. Because I yeah. must. I must do that. Yeah. So it's it's just being alone, doing whatever the fuck. I also hike as much as I can. Before I was working three jobs, I was hiking three yeah, or four times a week a during COVID yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there is n- there, the only thing more euphoric than that is... Acting okay. when I'm right. on stage, when I'm having fun with my kids and we're like just eating and laughing and they think I'm the funniest mom and the oh, best mom in the world. And my, and my teenage boys say, all my friends want to fuck you. Gross, you know gross. <laughs> no, you can take that part out if you want to. When I do the editing um, later. But... Right, in the yeah. editing room, in your editing session. Um, acting, having fun times with my kids, and maybe having sex with someone I'm in love with. Wow. So. Cute. Did you want I to answer like that? Being alone. Or we want to move? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I... I love theoretically gathering with friends as well. Although I don't even remember what that's like, because that feels like it's been longer than when I last had sex or a date, but, but like literally, I don't think people understand. Like I was made for a pandemic. I could stay home by myself and not see another person for a hundred days in a row and not even bat an eye, like not even would not even be faced by that. I would be totally fine. So anyway, 
Let's take a really quick break. And then I want to just do one more question, then wrap it up. Cause I feel like we've been talking forever. That's but we should just, we should just rapid fire the rest. Okay. Right just now, or are we going to take Let's a break? Let's just rapid fire. Right now? Let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll go boom, okay. boom, 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 We boom, love boom. a boom, boom, boom. Okay, in the boom, boom room. We'll be back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brother Coffee? Do you think that Maggie Gyllenhaal thought this episode was funny? Oh, I think that she is um, driving somewhere and listening to it right. and cackling. Right. And one of the okay, children's good. like, mom, what's so funny? Okay, I like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Rapid fire. What's your question? Oh, oh, oh. I was saying goodbye to Lil Twain. Hang on. Okay. <clears throat> Favorite way to ingest jazz cabbage, parentheses, weed. Which- which is weed um i just like um eating it i like edibles i don't like smoking it's weird same 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 i like the edibles that are the marionberry flavor that our friends in washington state send us they're like i have a bunch of those and i need to take i've not what what i I will literally trade you two of the ones i have for one of those Nope, I'm just going to hold on to them and feel bad about myself and not use them because I don't deserve pleasure. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, <laughs> that's next. my plan. Next. Um, when will we hear from our Lord and Savior, C. Jane Christ, again? You know what? I think she's down, like, at any time. She would do anything Yeah, she's for down us. to clown. She's already she's died for us, so. Yeah. <laughs> she's already atoned for our sins. Right. Um, no, I, I will say, like, just from a logistical perspective, it's very hard to have a guest when we're recording remotely. Although yeah. I think we could do it. I didn't realize, I didn't think we could, but now I see there's a little plus button. Like I could add an additional person to this recording. Right. So maybe we could. But, but here's um, the thing. Even when it's, it's just a little us, trickier. Even when it's just us two, I don't know if you've listened back to any of these. but the... They're terrible. What? <laughs> what They're I all horrible. Say... Wait, what were you going to say? What I was going to say is... Is that the sound is not synced up correctly? Oh, okay. Like I, I don't make know what a joke, means. but you're laughing about it five seconds before I say it. Oh, that's good. That's Isn't good that to know. Great? I had no idea that's... they were that bad. I shouldn't. You're not going to be able to sleep tonight, are you? Okay. No, not at all. Next one. Talk about sex, please. Well, I'm having it. I'm not. I'm having it whenever I see the Republican, and I'm not going to get into like how often that is happening or anything like that. But right. Um, but it's always in missionary position. But I... there's always an absence of consent. Just kidding. That's not a funny <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. That's a terrible joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> that took it to the tea party. That took it to a tea yeah, party. yeah. Level. That was yeah. Sorry um, about that. But uh, talk about sex, please. Just like in general, we could just jam about sex like for a whole episode. I mean, I feel like we did. I feel like we've talked about sex a lot on this. Yeah, episode. I yeah. really, really like. Having a dick in me. The end. And I am really, really terrified of sex. So <laughs> I associate sex with stress and anxiety and feeling bad about myself, not right. pleasure. Exactly. So anyway, um, what are your best strategies for dating apps? To download and delete and download and delete, download and delete yeah. until you realize you're exhausted and you're not getting anything out of it. And then... Uh, uh, fall for a Republican. 
I mean, I kind of feel the same way, except for the... Can you imagine me falling for a Republican woman? Oh, God. Mm, that would be a nice Republican woman? Yeah. Where oh, wait. Why go... would I fall for a woman? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what I can't <laughs> imagine... I've had too much to drink. Why did I? Think, why did I think that if I dated a Republican, totally they would be a woman? Totally off the rails. Totally off the rails. Uh, like right. I if literally thought that. Oh, if God. someone's really looking for dating app strategies, DM us. I have some people to connect you with. I haven't been on the apps in three years, and I'm currently like head over heels for someone. I don't have any good advice. I did not. I only had trauma responses with the apps, so. I mean, I kind of the same way. I did kind of date a guy once who would like coach me on the apps and he would like tell me what pictures to post and give me advice on like how to respond <clears throat> to people. We weren't dating. Anyway, it's complicated. But the but the but the point is I'm much better in person than I am on an app. Like I think I'm more attractive in person. I think I'm funnier in person than I am like on an app. But I don't like ever being out in person. So <laughs> So that's the trick. That's the real trick. That's a tricky. So, that's a real tricky. Uh, I'm much better in person, but I will not leave my home. So anyway, that's exactly. Um, last question. And if we missed any somehow, please reach out, and we'll include them in our women's work of the next episode. How's that? Yes, I love it. <clears throat> the last question is: If you want a million dollars, would you give any away to whom and why? You want to go take I this would, one first? Yes, mm -hmm. I would give so much of it away. Oh, because I a hundred percent would, because I am a very poor person. Like I, Oh my God. And I am crushed under the weight of like so much debt right now that it's so stressful. I wake up every single morning <clears throat> stressed out about it. I lose sleep over it. It causes me gastrointestinal problems. Like yeah. I'm stressed every single moment of every single day about money. 100%. And you don't wish that on your friends. No. And if someone walked up to me and said, Hey, if I wrote you a check for X amount of dollars, how would that help you? Oh. It would change my life. Yeah. Change my life. Right. And I would love to be able to do that for you, to be able to do that for, yeah. you know, Tish and my ex, to be able to do that for like any of my friends that I know are struggling financially. I would love to be able to walk up and just be like, what is the amount of money that I can write a check for you for that will like get you like up on your feet and running. Like, I would love to do that. I would God. love to do that. Cause I don't need a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I, Who needs I love shit? the, yeah, I live in a townhouse. I love it. I drive a, a Toyota. I love it. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I don't need a, I don't need, I have beautiful things in my home. Like I don't need a lot of money, but like if I just could have enough to where like, I didn't have to be stressed about money every day, Imagine. then then that would be a gift. And I would love to be able to say to other people, hey, how, what, what can I do to help you out? Like, how can I get you out of the spind? Didn't because you get that $600 stimulus? For some, I, th and that's what <laughs> did it. I mean, I was so struggling. And then that $600 <laughs> stimulus came. I paid off my $600 in credit card debt. And now I'm, now I'm, I'm home free. It's amazing. You're living like a anyway, king. I'm living like a fucking king. <laughs> anyway. Um, what about I, you? So I have a list. I would... Um, <clears throat> I would get a Porsche Cayenne, probably a 2013 or 14. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I would get that, but I would also get a Subaru, I think it's called an Ascent. It's more like the 
not quite an SUV, but it is an SUV. It's anyway. Okay. Uh, so I'd have a couple cars. <clears throat> I would buy the house that I'm living in because I love it that much. And I it love my neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. it. I yeah. love my neighborhood that much. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um I would pay uh, my daughter, both my daughter's rent for like a year. Yeah. Um, I would ask them like what medical needs they have because they don't have, you know, right. insurance, health insurance. No, <laughs> not in, not in Mitch McConnell's economy. They don't. No, 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 no. That would be like a fire hose. Remember when yeah. he said that like last week or something? Um, I don't know. I hope he does. Anyway, um, I would ask them if they had any medical needs. I would pay for Jack's top surgery. Yeah. And I and I should have said that would have been first on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd pay and, for that too, FYI. Oh, thanks. With oh my, my god. Money. Yeah. Oh my god. No, totally. Like I said, I just yeah. Oh stop. I I found out that a keyhole surgery, and that's when they just remove the nipple. Oh. They, I didn't well, know they, that was a thing. They remove the nipple and then remove the breast and then sew the nipple back on. Oh, like they remove the nip, the breast through the nipple. Right. And so you don't have oh, that okay. line underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. So that's like half as much as the other kind where they have to do a full breast removal oh, because wow. your breasts are fully developed. Anyway, this is more detailed than some people ask for, but, um, at paper jokes, top surgery. Um, <clears throat> and, um, oh, oh, I would buy a cabin. Yeah. That's all I can we love think that of right cabin. now. Yeah. That's all. Guys. So what we're saying is someone should give each of us a million dollars and <laughs> look at all the great, look at all the good things we do with it. And why? Oh, but why? Why is the why? I think some of the whys are obvious in mine. Um... Hmm. Can I just say like, just to end on a, on a, I'm <clears throat> sitting here watching the Senate runoffs, oh, God, which are still done? too close to call. Jesus. No, it's still too close to call. I, I mean, I just think at this point, we're not going to call it tonight because in Georgia, it's like 1.30 in the morning. But oh, yeah. let me just say, how sad is it mm-hmm. that if someone gave us a million dollars, I mean, you're going to buy a car, great. But like, I want to get out of debt and help other people get out of debt. And you want to like pay for medical care right. and housing for your children. Yeah. Like what the fuck world do we live in? What does that, that if tell you? Me? Yeah. That if do... you had a million dollars, you would provide housing <clears throat> for your children. Right. Instead of like, oh, <clears throat> I would pursue my dreams and I would, you know, write the great American novel or I would open a theater company or whatever. Like, yeah, you wouldn't yeah. do anything to contribute to society. You would make sure that the people that you love could survive for another year survive forget yeah that's yeah that's what you would do with a million dollars i think the most dreamy thing that i said was porsche cayenne and the cabin yeah Yeah. you got like a couple nice things for yourself and then you tried to help the people that you love survive another year in this economy i found a group on today for my daughter emma who lives in brooklyn to go get an eye exam because the glasses she has do absolutely jack shit for her now. Her 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 visions to that point. Great. Yeah, great. yeah. Which probably means without her glasses, she's legally blind. And I'll proudly stand up next <laughs> to, to you and, and defend friend. her still today. Here's the anyway. thing: if you work three jobs, you can make your dreams come true. 
And there ain't no doubt I love this land. Like, seriously, we work our asses off just to survive, to be able to afford mac and craft mac and cheese. Yeah. Anyway, how can we end this on a positive note? Well, I hope that we wake up tomorrow with the Democrats having retaken the Senate. I know that doesn't fix all of our problems. And I also hope we find out that Mitch McConnell's hand fell off from that rotting flesh disease that or he's maybe been his walking head, around maybe with. His head fell off. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be the biggest delight to just wake up and hear, like, breaking news, Mitch McConnell's head fell off of his body because he's rotting from the inside because he's literally a sack of flesh full of beetles and cockroaches. And like, wouldn't that be great? Beetles, cockroaches, hatred... Yeah. Um, vinegar. Piss and vinegar. And Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's the worst. And I'll proudly stand up next to you. Anyway. And stand her still today. I hope Maggie thinks this is our best yet. I hope she does. And I also yeah. want to say, Maggie Young Hall, I know this country was built on the, black, the back of slaves. Do you know that? I know you know that. What's happening now? I have no idea. I'm really drunk. Okay, we sh- we should end. I know you're saying inappropriate things. Is... Anyway, no, but no, I wasn't. That was true. I know. We love you all. Yeah, I love you. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for holding space. Thanks for holding space for us and our clit sucking toys. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>